Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Believe in Vanderbilt Football podcast. Here in the Music City, I'm Matt Perkins. Today, I'll be joined by Sean Williams, the recruiting editor for VandySports.com on the Rivals Network. He and I will talk about how evaluating recruits has changed during the age of COVID and how that affects both schools and recruiting services. We'll also talk about the two newest Vanderbilt commits, Alan Wright and Ezra McAllister. But before we get started, we can't forget to... All right, on with the show. Sean, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, I appreciate it, Matt. Thanks a lot. So, yeah, Sean, obviously in the last three months or so, we have seen a sea change in everything in day-to-day life. But for you guys at Rivals or if you work at 24-7 or any of these other sites, you guys are pressed to A, come up with content, and B, this is the time that you'd usually be evaluating kids, especially with seven-on-sevens and camps. So tell us how that has really affected the way that you're working right now. Yeah, it, it definitely has a lot because, like I said, you're not getting uh, you're not getting eyeballs on kids right now, you know, in person and everything. Uh, like I was telling you, uh, you know, previously before you know all this COVID stuff hit, I was like scheduled. You know, Rivals has we have our regional football camps or in our or in our combines uh, throughout the spring, and we had a few of them like in Florida and California, and then I was set to go to the ones in more of the region here. I was set to go to about three in a row and then, uh, you know, COVID-19 hit and, you know, everything was canceled. So, uh, it does take away your ability to kind of see kids in person, uh, and, you know, just kind of see how they are, uh, going up against a competition that's, uh, you know, quality competition in the area. So going up against other quality prospects and everything. So, uh, yeah, the, the ability to kind of evaluate kids, uh, in person's kind of went away. So you got to kind of, so are you like diving look- back into like the huddle film and stuff like that yeah. a little bit more? Yeah, it's diving back into huddle film a little bit more. And then, you know, just in terms of uh, it, it also, you know, what kind of, you know, when you go to camps like that, like rivals camps and stuff like that, it's a it's a great opportunity to talk to a bunch of kids in one setting and just get a ton of content, too. So um, you kind of take that aspect away. So you have to kind of work the phones a little bit more, work social media a little bit more and just kind of get some feedback from these kids as well. Yeah, well, speaking of social media, you know, one of the things that I've been seeing from a lot of these kids is them talking about how they're going on virtual visits. Have you talked to any of the recruits, especially for like that 2021 kids, 2022 kids about what's going on for them on these virtual visits? Yeah, I've talked to to a, quite a quite a bit and every every team's a little bit different in just how they do virtual visits. I know with, uh, you know, for example, with Vanderbilt, it seems like they you know, if they're really interested in a kid, they'll send him a couple of links. They'll send the kid a couple of links and they can, they can kind of take a virtual visit on their own, just kind of click through and kind of check out campus. Uh, yeah. And, and actually, so we had, we had Corey Phillips, the uh, recruiting coordinator from Vanderbilt on. And he, one of the things that he was saying was that, yeah, basically they're trying to make it. So it's like an unofficial, a virtual unofficial. So they'll go and they'll yeah. have zoom meetings with all of the different academic people and football people and yeah. admissions people like back to back to back so it's like they would be on campus all day but instead of just like walking from office to office they're going from zoom to zoom 
Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. A lot of teams are doing that. It's kind of like a very in-depth, almost like two or three-hour type of uh, type of visit. You know, where you do virtually. You know, you go talk to each individual academically, talk to each individual coach as well, and then obviously you kind of incorporate. It seems like teams are incorporating a lot of uh, you know. Uh, kind of like almost like a live tour, you know, through their phone or whatever, you know, uh, taking you through the stadium, taking you through the facilities, things like that. So there's different, different creative ways to do it and everything. So it's kind of, it's kind of neat to see how teams have adapted, uh, you know, to taking, you know, kind of doing virtual visits during this time of COVID where, you know, uh, kids can't get on campus right now. Yeah. I just, I think for, from a student athlete perspective, it's obviously, you know, we, we, they expect to have tons of kids going out on officials in spring. Springtime is the big time where they'll get in a lot of the kids who are the 2021s, 2022s, the rising seniors, rising juniors in to evaluate them. They just they don't have that ability on either end. So I'd imagine that's actually especially tough for kids who maybe are late bloomers and things like that, who are going to be not, you know, who maybe don't have all of the same game field because they were blocked by someone who was a high you know, high ranked 2020 recruit on their team or something like that. Yeah. So I, I would imagine that on, on that and it, it's frustrating for both parties. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at uh, specifically for Vanderbilt and, you know, this kind of goes for every team too, you know, during the summer when they start having, especially the month of June, that's when you see teams start having their on-campus uh, camps. Junior days so, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Junior days. And obviously kids can start doing official visits in April, uh, under normal circumstances. So, you know, you have that ability to bring kids in. You mentioned borderline kids that maybe teams have offered, but they kind of want to see in person, uh, to kind of get, kind of get a look and see how they are just height wise, weight wise, how well they move around and things like that. And just, that gives them an opportunity to kind of maybe go up a little bit higher on the team's board. And, uh, you know, kind of establish, you know, kind of establish and kind of increase the recruiting stock as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, especially the camp tours we see uh, and for the past 10, 15 years, we've seen these these camp series. Guys have really popped during those and will jump from yeah. being unranked to a three star, four star, like, you know, you know, diamond in the rough kind of thing. Kind of find a kid from a small school who doesn't have a lot of tape out there, but goes yeah. to one of the goes to one of these camps, has good measurables and then you know, passes the eye test and all of a sudden, you know, you're hearing a lot of stuff about kids like that. So um, I would imagine that it would be tough on those guys. And especially if I'm, if I was a high school kid, I'd be pretty angry that there's no competition to be had right now because you want to go prove yourself in those camps. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, Vanderbilt's done a really good job just talking about them specifically and and bringing kids in that they kind of, that they like, they've impressed in camp and they offer them. And then, you know, it's kind of a quick turnaround when they get offered and they commit because they're really interested in playing in the SEC and they're really interested in a high academic school like Vanderbilt. So it gives them kind of those borderline kids that they've been talking to an opportunity to kind of come up and kind of show themselves in front of the coaches and, you know, go up against other quality cops competition as well so yeah it's it's uh it's going to be a little bit different because obviously uh, you know the whole uh recruiting dead period where you know there's no on-campus visits that that's going to go on until the end of next month so um yeah it'll be it's gonna be a lot different this time around it definitely is but despite that we've seen you know still a fair bit of 2021 commits over the past couple months mm-hmm. i mean vandy snagged a couple guys last week alan wright and ezra McAllister. but if you look across the board we've seen guys you know, I, I feel like my Twitter feed is 
blowing up with, you know, two or three, you know, three star, four star, five star kids committing every single day. Are you surprised that kids are still committing in, in this high in numbers, even without the ability to go on these either unofficials or early officials? Yeah, not too surprised just uh, from my end, just because, you know, kids like that, if they're, if they're really comfortable with the staff, I think they're going to go ahead and lock down a spot, you know, on the, you know, uh, for that team. If they're really comfortable enough, uh, they'll go ahead and go ahead and commit. Now, here's the thing you're going to kind of see, um, you know, when things do open back up, um, you know, and you can take visits and, and things like that. I think you'll see a lot of kids that are committed. They'll take visits to other schools as well, mm-hmm. just because they don't have that experience during the spring and summer. So uh, I think, you know, when things open back up, they can take, they can start taking visits. I think you'll see some decommitments happen as well. Um, so, you know, kind of, you know, kind of prepare for that to happen whenever things do open back up, just because kids are kind of getting their spot right now. They're you know, they're wanting to go, uh, go ahead and grab their spot, the team they're comfortable with. And then, Whenever things do open back up, they might go explore and, and, you know, kind of see other schools that have been recruiting them hard and, you know, see what they kind of have to offer as well. Yeah, it's really interesting, especially on the school side as well, because I know that there are some schools out there that will say, like, we're not going to let you commit until we have you on person, in, in person yes. on campus. But if yeah. you are from, you know, if you're from California and you're being recruited by Vanderbilt and they have that rule, well, it's going to be, you know, who knows when you could get them on campus at this point. So it seems like you have to take a bit of a leap of faith on both ends. Yeah, I think, I think you're going to, you kind of see that too. I mean, I think there's kind of, you know, back and forth, a leap of faith, as you said, you know, kind of, uh, you know, in terms of the prospects perspective and and probably the teams as well, just taking a leap of faith on, on, uh, on a kid. And then maybe, you know, for example, when things open back up, maybe they can get some, some other kids in, they maybe play the same position and maybe there's some shuffling around in the, in the recruiting class and things like that. So that's why I say whenever things open back up, you know, you're going to see a lot of kids that are committed to schools, go visit other schools. You're going to see some, a lot of decommitments, I believe as well, just because of, uh, you know, things are open back up. They can see other schools and they maybe get wowed by another school and things like that and change their minds. So I think you'll see a lot of that when things open back up. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating to see how that sort of all plays out this fall, especially because, if, you know, God forbid that we have, you know, a, a second peak and a second rise of COVID and things get shut down again either later in the summer or the fall, you might get yeah. a bunch of guys committing to schools that they've literally never been to. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of unknowns in that. You know, it's like you said, it's fascinating just to kind of see how this all plays out. And, you know, because um, obviously, you know, usually during the fall, you have certain dead periods and things like that. So I think the NCAA is you know, hopefully they'll kind of be a little bit more lenient on those dead periods and just have everything open completely, you know, from say, at least right now, the beginning of August, all the way through signing day in February. So hopefully there's not a dead period in there. And so kids can get visits in whenever they need to. And, uh, but that's also going to put a lot of pressure on the coaches too, because they're, you know, they're trying to juggle a season, you know, and, and they've got recruiting visits going on as well, uh, maybe more than they're, uh, they're used to during the fall. So it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting dynamic to find, to see what goes on. Yeah. I know those recruiting coordinators at all schools are going to be working overtime because, yeah. uh, you know, they have to be making up for lost time that they have this spring. Cause this is like, like we've said, like, this is the big, this is the big evaluation period. This is when we see, you know, yeah. um, a lot of reevaluations taking place, guys, uh, changing spots on the rivals 150 things like that so um, this is obviously just completely unprecedented on your end as a writer actually I'm curious for content too that must make you almost like starve for content without having these camps that you can rely on 
Yeah, a little bit. Like I said, you you've, you know, when you don't have camps, you don't have, a, you know, a group of kids. Like I said, you know, if I go down to Atlanta, I could probably talk to like 10 or a dozen kids, you know, uh, maybe more that Vanderbilt's showing interest in or have offered. So, um, you know, you just have to work social media a little bit harder. You have to work the phones a little bit harder and just kind of kind of reach out to kids that have offers, see where that interest level is with, you know, a team like Vanderbilt and just see, uh, you know, what the mutual interest is and then just kind of, you know, formulate your hypothesis from there. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, you just got to, you just kind of be a, got to rely a little bit more on social media and the phones in, in those situations. Whereas, you know, if you went to camps, you could catch up with a, a few of those guys, build a little bit more of a rapport with those guys, you know, meeting them in person and everything like that. So it's a little bit different for sure. Definitely. Well, I can't have you on without asking about the two latest guys who committed to Vanderbilt last week, Alan Wright and Ezra McAllister. Um, yeah. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start with the first commit, Ezra McAllister. He's listed as an athlete on Rivals, but he looks like he's going to project to the wide receiver position at the next level. Yeah, the Vanderbilt likes him as a slot receiver. Um, some guy that uh, guys that can line up inside. He's fast. He's shifty. Um, he's also somebody. You know, he's he's an athlete just because he plays both sides of the ball for his high school, but. Uh, slot receiver for Vanderbilt, uh, some guy you, you can definitely get the ball in his hands and he can create. Um, he definitely, uh, I think he'll, he does a lot of return, uh, kick returns, punt returns for his uh, high school as well. So he's a guy that could come in, you know, next year and kind of make an immediate impact in the, on special teams as well. Speaking of just on the on the wide receiver offensive side of things, do you think we, they've uh, you've seen a shift in the way that of uh, in the recruiting philosophy of the guys that they're targeting with the new, with uh, Todd Fitch now being the new offensive coordinator? Yeah, uh, you. That's a great question. I think you've seen a little bit of that. I mean, they've got uh, Jack Beck, who's uh, who's out of Louisiana. He's a little bit of a taller, uh, you know, outside receiver that they uh, got a commitment from earlier in the process. Uh, but you see see a little bit more athleticism from uh, from those wide receivers. I mean, you know, McAllister's a guy, like I said, it's shifty on the inside. I think they want, they're going to want to recruit guys like that, and they're also going to recruit guys that are a little bit taller that can uh, they can go on the outside and be uh, mismatches when on deep balls and, and jump balls and everything like that as well. Yeah, well, on the other side of the ball, uh, uh, you know, a pretty good commit from Alan Wright, uh, a, a D-back who plays corner in high school uh, coming out of College Park, Georgia at Woodward Academy. He looks like someone who could be moved around the defensive backfield, but is pretty stout at 5'11", 180 in high school, only going to get a little bit bigger, too. He's actually someone I'm pretty excited about. I think Vandy's doing a great job recruiting DBs over the last couple of cycles. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a guy, like I said, brings size to the secondary, and kind of like you said, I agree with you. I mean, plays cornerback at his high school, but he's a guy, once he gets to college, I think you can kind of move him around in different situations, different packages. Um, he's also the uh, younger brother of uh, Vanderbilt, quarterback Sonny from last year's class, Mike Wright. So uh, they got a little brother connection and uh, Vanderbilt's done pretty good with, uh, with brothers, uh, recruiting brothers to the uh, program so far. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. I, especially, well, it, I think this is the first time I'm going to see brothers on opposite sides of the ball. You know, we've seen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we've seen defensive pairs in the, in the orgy brothers yeah. um, and, and things like that recently, but I'm excited to see how, you know, it, it'll be fun in practice if, if Alan's picking off Mike in practice. I'm sure they did that in high school, too, but they're definitely going to be able to get into it. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. And I think that one of the things that I've seen with, um, you know, with Ted Roof coming in, one of the things that they really value with their defensive backs is versatility, not being played, not just playing outside corner, being able to play in the slot, being able to play in the safety, whether it's too high, three high, whatever. So I think that, you know, he's a guy that really fits that mold. Yeah, I think if you, uh, you know, in, in talking to uh 
uh, Tyson Russell too, their other uh, DB commit when he committed, he, mm-hmm. he kind of the same thing, just kind of being a versatile defensive back for them. That's what he mentioned that, that uh, Coach Roof kind of liked about his game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think every uh, every DB commit you'll see in Vanderbilt this year's class, there'll be guys you can kind of move around, not just pigeonhole to play cornerback on the outside. They can play different spots in the secondary as well. Yeah, I think we saw that with last, uh, like Donovan Kaufman in the class last year, someone who I think fits that mold too very well. You know, he's a guy that, you know, plays safety in high school, but I know just talking with some of the guys around the program that they expect him to come in and to just compete at all the DB positions because they're just going to try to get the best five, best six guys out there at once, regardless of traditional quote unquote position. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, listen, uh, Sean, thank you so much for spending a little time with us here today to talk Vandy recruiting and just recruiting in general in this age of COVID. I think it's just fascinating and it's made the way that, you know, we all know recruiting is the lifeblood of any college program. So with so much up in the air, so much changing about it, it is uh, you know, something that we as college football fans, obviously, but need to be cognizant of and just to understand the way that things are changing so rapidly and everyone's trying to figure it out, you know, on the fly. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's it's an ever changing dynamic until things kind of get back to somewhat normal. So until then, it's all kind of adjusting on the fly. And, and uh, you know, like I said, co- college programs getting used to dealing with uh, with how things are going on right now. And, and it's kind of the same thing on our end as, uh, as media guys. Uh, covering recruiting as well so absolutely awesome well listen thank you so much for uh, spending a little bit of time with us here today talk about it and hope to have you back again soon yeah thanks a lot matt i appreciate the time man uh and you guys have a good rest of the day i want to go ahead and thank sean again for joining us today and giving us all of those recruiting insights so make sure to check out vandysports.com for more of his writing and until next time anchor down thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.